0: Yeah, I'm sure she did.
1: <laughs>
0: Thrown off my game with him wearing the King shirt. Hey, guys, thanks for coming. I know it's been a long weekend with the trip. Um, we traded today for Golden Tate from Detroit Lions. We're really excited to bring him to Philly. Uh, fits what we do offensively. Fits what we do from a character perspective. And um, can't wait to get him in here and for our, everyone in Philly to see uh, what we're getting. To trade
1: a third-round pick for a player that age in last year's deal, what kind of message does that send to the team and to the fans?
0: Well, one, you know, he's 30 years old, um, a tremendously productive player. And at the end of the day, the price is what it is. Um, you know, when you look around the league and what the market is for these guys, Um, There's no one more productive than Golden Tate in the last – since 2012. Uh, He's in the top ten in receiving yards, receptions. Um, His run after the catch numbers are phenomenal. They're always at the top of the league. Uh, So we're really excited to get him. Um, You're always trying to get the best price. There's no doubt about it. But uh, we're not trying to win the trades. We're trying to get really good players. And uh, the message to our fans, to our players, to our coaches – to everyone in this organization, is our foot's always going to be on the gas. Um, We're always trying to win. We're always going to try to put our best foot forward. And what we can do now is try to do that for this season and this moment. And that's what we're going to do, and that's our responsibility.
1: Can you take the process when the conversation started and kind of how how this trade got finalized?
0: Sure. Um, Lots of conversations over the last month or two, really um, starting at final cuts and continued conversations with people. Um, I could tell you that uh, our staff has talked to every team in the league. Uh, any player that you could imagine we'd be interested in, uh, we've inquired about. That's our job. Uh, we, we do our due diligence on all of that and uh, have had conversations with the Detroit Lions and uh, their general manager, Bob Quinn, who does a heck of a job for them, and just kind of continue those conversations. And it got to the point where we had to weigh the prices of everything that was on the market um, and – look at what would it be if we did nothing. And we felt like uh, this was a really good move for our football team and uh, a move that we were really excited about.
1: Tate's one of the league's top uh, third down receivers, Howie. That's an area you guys have been kind of up and down this year after a a really good year as a third down team last year. How did that play into uh, the appeal of bringing him aboard?
0: Yeah, certainly a big factor in terms of improving our weapons and uh, our supporting cast around our quarterback. Uh, we know we got good players on offense already. Um, you know, we got a great coaching staff who puts them in the right positions. And when we had this conversation, a big part of it is talking to our coaches and asking them how what their vision is of Golden and how they would use him. And when you talk to them and see the excitement on their faces for getting him in here and the way they can get him involved and also the opportunities to open things up for our other players. Uh, it was really exciting uh, just to hear that, and, um, you know, that's why we pulled the trigger.
1: Oh, as far as fate, you mentioned how the coaches are going to use him traditionally, he's excelled in the slot, sort of what Nelson is very effective about as well. Is that a bit of a redundancy or just adding good players?
0: No, you have versatility there. You know, all those guys can play inside and out. Um, and that, that's the excitement that our coaches have, is that you're not just having one guy lined up in a particular situation and defenses know this guy's going to line up there. And uh, for us, that's another part of the excitement of bringing this guy is his inside-out versatility. Um, same with Nelly, his inside-out versatility. Alshon lines up inside and out. And uh, our coaches have a game plan for all those guys. Certainly our tight ends in the middle of the field and the damage they can do. Uh, and we're going to get some guys back too. So uh, we want to be multiple on offense. We want to be a handful for defense coordinators, and uh, this this guy is a heck of a player, and uh, I think our fans are going to be really excited to see him um, in Eagles green.
1: Having the draft picks that you have, the wealth of draft picks that you have, did that make the price a little bit easier for you guys in negotiations?
0: I'll tell you what, um, you know, it's, it's like you could look at it one of two ways. Sometimes you kind of um, – when you have money in your pocket – that you're given, you kind of sit there and you go, "Well, this is extra money, you know, it's found money, and I'm going to use it like that." But the way we look at it is, um, you know, we had this extra pick, but it was our pick, so it wasn't one that we were just going to say, "Hey, because we have an extra two, we're just going to be flipping about how we throw picks around." Um, it was about the value of this player for our football team, um, what we think he could do for us, and obviously the market that was going on at this time, and. Um, we know that it wasn't a cheap price to pay, but, again, we're not trying to win the deal. We're trying to win games.
1: As a follow-up from the first question, I guess a, a better way to ask it is it, it seems that, that this trade really indicates at 4-4 four four you feel like you're very much still a contender. Is that accurate to say Oh, there's that? no
0: doubt. Um, we have a lot of confidence in our players and our coaching staff. Um, has everything gone exactly the way we thought this year? No, I don't think any season does, but... Uh, we think we have a, a really good football team, and we 're adding a really good player and again we 're going to keep our foot on the gas and, and that 's our message that 's our message to our fans that 's our message to our organization and uh, we 're not going to sit on our hands and um, you know when you get an opportunity it 's hard to find really good players and this is a really good player um, who really fits kind of this culture and this community this city he 's just he 's a hardworking determined guy with a lot of passion a lot of energy and Uh, What he does with the ball in his hands is is special.
1: At this time last year, after trading for Jay, you emphasized the trade was not just for that season. It was not a rental, but going Mm -hmm. forward. How do you reconcile the fact that he only has eight games left on his contract? Yeah,
0: that's part of our analysis. Uh, Certainly, um, when you're looking at it, you have to balance the fact that he's going to be a free agent. Um, And we have a bunch of free agents here. But we did all of that um, research and background onto the ramifications of which way this can go, um, and we were comfortable with it at the end of the day. You know, it's hard to make a trade where you're just jumping up and down and feeling like, you know, you won the trade. A lot of these trades, they're tough decisions, and um, the hardest trades, the ones that are the most fair are the ones that are hard to pick up the phone and say, done deal. And uh, certainly, the compensation for the Lions was a good price for them, too. But we're really happy to get the player.
1: What makes you comfortable that he can come in at this stage in the season, pick up the offense, and pretty much in position where he has to contribute right away for it to you know, be a good trade?
0: Yeah, we try to do our background and research on players. Uh, certainly, we do a lot in college. And then um, as much as we can under the radar. So we're not, we're not alerting things and certainly not tampering with any player or any team. Um, but uh, we know there's an incredibly smart guy, incredibly hard worker, and uh, we feel very confident that a lot of things we are doing here are things that he's done in the past and that uh, the bye week certainly helps. I mean, this isn't a situation where we're getting a guy on Tuesday and he's got to come in and play on Sunday. Um, we have a little bit of time to get him up to speed. and. Um, during the season, the playbook uh, gets a little smaller because it's all um, game plan specific, so I think that will help them too.
1: Hey, how, how much uh, hey. has this league changed as a whole over the past few seasons? You see more deals. This division alone, Washington, made a move. Dallas made a high-profile move. Giants are selling. The old school was sort of like this is a not a plug-and-play league. Is that changing?
0: I don't know. You know, I think that people, because of the amount of salary prep room that's available, I think people are are more open to making deals. At the same time, um, I think it's got to help those particular teams, so it's all dependent on the particular names and the particular compensation involved. Um, I think there are probably more deals today than there have been in the last few years. Uh, on a trade deadline day, and I think it's also because the league is compressed. I mean, there's a lot of teams kind of stuck in the pack and trying to separate themselves and where we are. It's not even Halloween, so um, it makes it fun. It definitely does, but um, we did this trade because we think it helps our football team, and that was really our major concern here is just trying to help our team. What
1: kind of efforts were there to get other positions? Why wide receiver over running back, back, D-back, D-line, corner?
0: Yeah, again, as we talked about here, um, there was no question about the efforts we've made here in the last couple of weeks. Um, and then we just tried to find the best player that fit our system and that fit our culture. And uh, when we looked around, it, it's a supply and demand market, and you got to deal with what the supply is on the market and then whether you're willing to pay the price. And so um, for us, th- this was uh, a player who's a playmaker. You know, you just can't put him into a position. It's a uh, – He's so good with the ball in his hands. He can play inside and out. Um, he's got return experience as well. So, uh, you know, he doesn't just fit in a box. And uh, he can help in a lot of different ways. And then when we look at our skill positions as a whole and maybe some of the guys we got coming back, um, we're really excited to get going here for the second half of the season. As a follow up
1: to that, a two part roster question What's this mean for, for Mike Wallace and, and, and Matt Collins, first? And, and then second, what move was made to get, to get Golden on the roster?
0: So I'd answer generally um, in terms of injuries. Uh, I'm not going to discuss any specific injuries, but um, certainly in constant communications with our medical staff about when guys are coming back and um, we want to add to this roster. We're optimistic that we're going to add internally to this roster. And you know, for us, when we were looking at, at this moment in time, it's not only this move that we're making, but some guys that we anticipate coming back for the second half that we think are really going to add to our team. Um, they're almost like making additions without giving up the draft pick. Still that.
1: I mean, there's, still, there's still plans, there's still potential plans that happen. Oh,
0: there's no doubt that uh, there are guys that we have to return to play spots that we can use, and um, we're going to get guys healthier here in the second half, and, and we're excited about that. Um, in terms of the roster move, um, we've, we've made a roster move. We want to communicate it to the player first. So, just want to be respectful of that and we couldn't how get in touch. with
1: How much is the uh, compensatory pick kind of that factor into your analysis when you do have a guy who could potentially leave after eight games?
0: Yeah I think last off season was the first time we spent a uh, you know time and effort on, on the compensatory system and um, you know going forward that's something that we're going to have to look at and we're looking at it as we evaluate our roster and uh, think about Our pick's going forward, and uh, we anticipate we're going to get some good ones this year. Um, We do have a bunch of free agents uh, after this year, and um, when we sit down in the offseason, that's going to be part of our calculation and a formula and certainly part of our analysis whenever we acquire anyone or uh, think about signing or extending players at this point and in March when we get to the free agent market.
1: Did the logistics of the London week kind of delay any potential deal happening just because of all the stuff that goes on during that time?
0: No, you know, I think the interesting thing about London is like we got this like five-hour head start on the day, so it's different than being on the West Coast where you're playing from behind. You know, we were kind of ahead, so um, I know I was sitting on my phone and I'm going, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., bad time to call. Yeah, that's probably not right right now. So um, I don't think it was any factor other than coming home Sunday to Monday. So excited very excited uh, a lot of uh, happy people upstairs and um, you know our owners very excited about it too this is a guy that we've had so much respect for as a competitor and playing against him and watching him play and seeing him in cross tape and um, you know just just fun I think uh, our fans um, our team just getting him here um, seeing what he brings on the field off the field to the practice field the competitiveness. You know, that's that's what we're looking for. Not that, that we don't have it now, but it's just gonna raise the level of everyone. So um excited to acquire. Thank you.